When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. All right, everybody, I want to take a quick pause here just to fill you in on a little bit of new information and happenings with the I Know You Hear Me podcast. Not only did we bring Dubby Energy on as our partner, but we also joined the Rum Runners Podcast Network. And if you like this show, let me go ahead and tell you you're going to like all the other shows in the family of Rum Runners. They've got something for everybody, almost like this podcast. They've got comedy podcasts, paranormal and true crime podcasts, pop culture, lifestyle, health and fitness. You want it, they got it, just like this show, and we are happy to be a part of the Rum Runners family. So go check out the show notes, click on the links down there, and go check out these other shows and support them just like you support us. And then go over to the Dubby Energy link and use code FLYNNHENDRICKS for 10% off and get yourself some jitterless pre-workout with all natural ingredients. And I know you hear me. Morgan Berry, voice of Muraha and Yashahime, and you're listening to the I Know You Hear Me podcast with Flynn Hendricks. Hey, yo. Welcome back, everybody, to another chance to get a look inside my mind on the Flynn Hendricks experience. I took my dubby, so you know that I'm wired up and ready to go. I'm focused. I'm zoned in. I don't have the jitters. And you can get that same feeling, too. Just check the show notes and use code Flynn Hendricks, all one word to get 10% off your order of W Energy and get that same feeling. And believe me, if you're trying to take your training to the next level, it will do wonders. Or if you're on those long road trips like you know I'm prone to do, it'll work wonders there too. So take it and don't be disappointed. And you know what? Once you get some, let me know how you like it. But guys, today we are going to be talking about one of my most favorite memories in all of my time in professional wrestling. Um... This one, we're going to go back about 10 years as I'm recording this. Almost 10 years to the day, actually. Um, It's funny that it fell kind of close to, uh, I believe it was my 6th wrestling anniversary. And if you hadn't guessed by the title, we're going to be talking about some time I spent with Scott Hall. It was very, very brief, but man, oh man, was it enough to make an impact that would last a lifetime. So, get comfy. Grab a hold. We're about to do a deep dive into my memories, and we're going to be talking about the bad guy himself, Razor Ramon, a.k.a. Scott Hall. So, how this came to be uh, was I was working for a company right outside of the Chattanooga area in Tennessee. I believe it was in Rossville, Georgia, called Empire Wrestling Entertainment. 
where I was one half of their tag team champions uh, with a guy named Lamar Phillips. We were a very old school Arn and Tully type tag team. He was the Arn, I was the Tully. And we were getting ready to do a super show with a few other promotions in the Georgia area. I believe we were going to be working in Blue Ridge and we were going to be performing at Deep South Championship Wrestling, I believe was the name of the promotion. I want to take a minute and thank our newest sponsor and partner, Dubby Energy. And while I'm doing that, I want to ask you a question. Are you like me and trying to find that pick-me-up throughout the day or just trying to find a way to get yourself going when you wake up in the morning? Well, then look no further because I'm about to give you my exclusive code to Dubby Energy. And if you don't know what Dubby Energy is, let me fill you in a little bit. It's a natural energy drink that doesn't have the crash, doesn't have the jitters, it's keto friendly, and it has all the good ingredients that your body needs to help on focus, getting energy, and keeping going throughout the day. And you don't have to worry about the crashes or the jitters at the end of it. I've started using it, and God almighty do I notice a big difference. My focus is where it needs to be, my concentration is on point, and I am absolutely crushing it in my workouts, and it's helping me on those long road trips to wrestling shows too. Because you know, as a traveling world television champion, I'm all over the place. I've got husband responsibilities, I've got dad responsibilities, I've got everything going on, and this stuff helps me get through it all. So if you want to try it for yourself, use my exclusive code, Glenn Hendricks, all one word, and use the link in my show notes below to go check out W Energy and get some for yourself and feel as amazing as I'm feeling right now. And you won't be disappointed. And I know you hear me. And the big main event draw for that show was going to be um, Scott Hall's son, Cody Hall, taking on another guy named Cyrus, who is now just kicking ass and taking names in Japan. Uh, man, I can't wish anything but success to that guy. He was always cool around me, and to see what he's doing now, man, it's it's almost like a second coming of Vader to put a cliche to it. But that was the big main event that night. And going into this show, I had a lot of people telling me, you know, don't get your hopes up. Scott's not cool to be around. Um, you know, I had some people I was training with at the time. I was going and you know, I would see Kid Cash at the gym, or I would see, uh, or he would talk about it with me at some different training seminars he would do, and he, I don't think he was the biggest fan of Scott from what he told me. Now, that may have changed, or, you know, it just, personal feelings may have been thrown aside, and they may have mended fences. I don't know, but Cash was somebody at the time that I took a lot of stock in what they said, and he told me not to get my hopes up. So, I went in kind of guarded. Now, granted, took about a three-hour drive to get there, and that included meeting up with my tag partner, getting in the car with him and a few other people, and going from there. Now, I didn't know what to expect because there was a bunch of other people there I'd never met. I didn't know there was any animosity between the three companies, any of this stuff that you know was prevalent around the Nashville scene at the time. But by the time we got there, Scott and Cody weren't there just yet. But, you know... We get in there. I'd never been to this building before. I see the setup. Absolutely amazing setup. Great locker room setup. All these old school posters uh, you know, of Japanese wrestling events. Events from the 80s and the 70s and things that happened in Memphis. Uh, happened at the Omni in Georgia. Just all these different things that were going on. And it was cool to just kind of like get this walk through history as you're heading you know, to go to the curtain to go to the ring. 
And then on top of that, too, this is the funny part. There was just a random pile of Wendy's uh, chicken sandwiches and hamburgers that were backstage. No clue if they were for the talent. No clue if they were for Scott and Cody themselves. Nobody ever said. I never asked. I just took as I saw fit, and man, oh man, did I have an easy car ride home not having to stop at a drive-thru. That was a fun night. Now, anyway, what it comes down to is... By the time Scott and Cody got there, um, you know, Cody was very cordial. He came and shook everybody's hand. Absolutely made me feel like a dwarf. But, I mean, that's what happens when you're six foot seven, six foot eight. But his main priority was to go and take pictures, sign autographs, and talk to Cyrus. Because they were going to be the main event, and they had to get their stuff figured out. So, at that time, that left nobody but me and... Scott Hall in the back and I'm looking at one of these wrestling posters and he walks up and just starts talking to me about the card talking to me about one of the guys that was on the show and his time with him like just completely out of the blue completely different from anything that I had expected going in and man it's it's one of those times too, just not to jump ahead but I wish I would have taken the picture because at that time too it was still kind of frowned upon to take pictures with guys that had been somewhere or were a name in the business and you know it was you were looked at as a as a mark it wasn't professional to do so and I wish that I would have just said you know fuck it and just took the picture because unfortunately Scott's no longer with us and I'll never get that opportunity again but he he could not have been any kinder or more generous with his time because this was about a 10 to 15 minute thing and he was just telling me about all these different events, all these different posters, how he used to watch it. He was telling me stories about the guy who originally trained me, Tony Falk, which, you know, when I first started training, Tony would tell us all these stories. And I thought, you know, Tony was just full of shit because Tony would say, oh, you know, I was at the, I was at the gym. I was lifting weights and, and, and Scott Hall would come be bothering me. I'm trying to do these bicep curls. And I'd say, go away, Scott Hall. I'm trying to get my get my exercise in and I, and just I never believed Tony's ass would be in the gym because you saw Shawn Michaels write about it in his book. You saw Steve Austin write about it in his book. Tony's one of those guys who had a great mind for the business, but he just didn't have the body. But had he gotten in the gym, that would have changed. Now, years later, I'm happy to say that I did run into Tony several times at the gym, and he was always in there breaking a sweat and making something happen. But that's not the point. But the fact of the matter is, Scott started telling this story and it, I, I started laughing because I was able to bring it up and say, you know, for the longest time, I thought that Tony was just making that sh making that story up because it was hard to picture him at the gym. And he's, he just, he laughed and was like, yeah, I mean, I, I just love to talk to that guy. I love to pick his brain. I love to hear stories, especially too, like when he was with the Poffos, which were, you know, who would go on to become Randy Macho Man Savage, Leaping Lanny Poffo, and their father Angelo and their promotion. You know, and so, I mean, it's like, just all this wealth of knowledge that Scott was trying to get out of my original trainer, Tony Falk, was just absolutely insane to see and hear. But just that, that time alone and getting a, you know, almost a history lesson and a lesson from Scott's perspective and hearing stories about these people was just... Man, oh man. Like I said, if I could go back and I, I would have taken the picture in a fucking heartbeat. I would have taken that picture, thrown up the two sweet, been a fan for a moment because I just, 
it's funny now almost 10 years later to the day and I still think about that I still think about how great of a worker Scott Hall was demons aside anything else you hear about him aside that moment will always make him stand out in my book he will always be one of the most underrated and probably underappreciated wrestlers to ever step in a professional wrestling ring and it I think, you know, now a lot of people are aware of what he did, how he impacted the NWO and how it wouldn't have been as cool or how it wouldn't have worked without him. But man, oh man, just those brief few minutes with Scott and then seeing him later on before I left the show downstairs actually filming his son's match and just being so proud of him. Like, this was not the Scott Hall I was told to expect and I was so happy to see it, man. Like... I left the show with a smile on my face, and this was after working two matches back-to-back, going from uh, singles match into a tag team match. And, you know, it just... That that made my night, and that was at a time that wasn't necessarily bad, wasn't necessarily good in my personal life, but professional wrestling was the only steady constant, and at that time was also my only means of income so I mean just to kind of have that experience and get to have that story to share I I could not have asked for anything better and you know before I keep gushing on and waxing poetic I know there's a lot of other stories I could tell and a lot of other people that have had their experiences with Scott Hall so you know if you've had a great one with Scott and you want to share it on social media here when you see this post go up about this episode Leave it in the comments. If you got a picture with him, leave that too because I'd love to see it. I'd love to see the memories y'all made and just, you know, know that the bad guy made an impact on you because he was not only a hell of a mind for the business, but he was a hell of a person in the brief few minutes that I got to spend with him. So I hope you guys have enjoyed me taking a trip down memory lane. And I hope you'll be back again next week for another awesome episode and a deeper dive into my crazy mind for what we call the Flynn Hendricks experience. But before we jump ahead to next week, I hope you'll not only hit that subscribe button if you haven't already, I hope you'll leave a five-star review, and I hope you will check out our sponsors. You'll go to my website, theflynnhendricks.com, check out my store, get a shirt, get a picture, get some collectibles, get something. Because while supplies last, you will also get an autographed, personalized trading card while supplies last but on top of that too the biggest thing for me is that 10% of every sale I make on that website will go to either St. Jude or the Nashville Humane Association and you will also continue to help support this show so all of that is a big win in my book and you guys have been along for the ride this long and I hope you'll stick around because we got more and more and more to come so get connected on social media Follow the podcast on your preferred streaming platform and go check out the other awesome episodes we have in the archives and the other awesome shows that are on the Rum Runners Podcast Network because if you like what I got, there's a lot more to choose from with them too. So if you got a long car ride or you're sitting in traffic, you will not be disappointed and the time will fly by. But before I ramble on and bore you out too much, I hope you've enjoyed this episode today. I hope you'll be back again next week. And I hope you've enjoyed this deep dive into my mind for a Flynn Hendricks experience. So we'll see you next time. And I know you hear me. The I Know You Hear Me podcast is a presentation of Flynn Hendricks Enterprises. 
We thank you for tuning in this week, and we hope you'll check out our sponsors and advertisers. Make sure you check us out next week as we come back at the same time with another awesome episode.